Welcome to the podcast. It's your girl, the original She Pop Warrior, Kim S. Anderson, reminding you that she, that we, profit on purpose for the betterment of ourselves, our families, and others. Let's go! <laughs> On to the show. Well, hey guys, welcome to the show. This is Kim S. Anderson here with She Profits On Purpose. And I am super pumped about today's episode where we're going to be talking about those awesome avenging agents, right? Agents, as we continue in our series on businesses that you can work from home. And it's my pleasure today to talk to you about two of my favorite awesome agents. Do you know what they are? Can you guess? Life insurance agents and real estate agents. And I have to tell you, I have to tell you, first of all, full disclosure, I'm a life insurance agent. Okay, I do have my life insurance license to sell life insurance um, as an agent. And one of the things I absolutely love about this type of business, especially if you're like a type A personality, if you're type B, you know, where you're a little more laid back and relaxed, you know, I think you could still do it too. If you had um, a love for helping people, um, and you were willing a little bit to get out of your comfort zone. Um, and you would probably approach it in a different fashion than I would. But you would probably, uh, if you're more laid back, you'd probably approach being an agent from a perspective of service. I'm just here to serve you. I'm here to just help you find the best either deal for you. If you're a real estate agent or find the best product for you. If you're a life insurance agent. And not that as a type A, that's not my motive. But then I could also be driven by other factors because I'm type A. So, but anyway, nevertheless, what I wanted to share with you, you know, is that these are some phenomenal, phenomenal things that you can do from home. You can do both part-time and generate full-time income, or you can do them both full-time and generate amazing amounts of income because, you know, I'm all about the profit, right? That's the whole purpose of our podcast is to help you find ways that best serve you to help you generate extra income streams and profit from home and the flexibility that that creates for you. Now, um, let's just say a few things. I'm going to sort of split them up a little bit, but usually in most states, um, life insurance and real estate are highly regulated, meaning you have to go through a licensing procedure and process to become licensed. And so um, when I got my license, I got my, my life insurance license in the state of Florida. And in the state of Florida, you have to be 18. So meaning someone could come out of high school and go straight into a career in life insurance or real estate. All you've got to do is pass the exam. You also have to not be a felon. Let me just put that out there. Um, like a felon felon, right? But you, if you've had some arrests, it just depends on the level of arrest in Florida. It doesn't mean you can't be licensed, but you also have to have some way to explain 
what those issues were. Like if you were, if you were found guilty and uh, in charge for some sort of fraud, probably not going to be a life insurance agent. Just, you can just take that right off the table. But one of the cool things, but you know, one of the cool things provided that that's not your issue <laughs> is that all you have to do is sit for the exam and they have lots of online classes. Now they still even have, and I think this is true for both life insurance and real estate. They do have, well, prior to COVID, you could go in and sit at a course and take the course with someone, um, teaching you how to be able to pass the exam. When I did it, I did it online. I got sort of a workbook from the state of Florida, followed it through while I took the course. You have to pass the course to be able to sit for the exam. So it's a couple of different steps. You have to be able to pass the course and then pass the exam. Now I will tell you, and I know this to be true for both real estate and life insurance, especially in the state of Florida. It could be different in other places, but what, what I have experienced is that you have to study one way to pass the course, and then you have to study a different way to pass the exam. And some of my friends that have real estate licenses have told me the same thing. You have to study differently to pass the course, and then you have to study in a different way to pass the exam. Now, both of these um, uh, licenses and agents if you want to continue in your career with them, you have what's called continuing education. And usually every two years, you have to take some updated course or something to a certain amount of hours to be able to keep your license. Um, and that's true in most states. So like I said, each state for this career path is highly regulated. And when I was getting it in Florida, it was really regulated and especially geared towards protecting seniors because Florida seemed to be the state, obviously, where there's obviously a lot of seniors, but also a lot of things set in place to take advantage of seniors financially. So we had to be very careful to make sure that we were presenting an honest product. But if you're an honest person, you're going to you're going to present an honest product. Right. So a lot of these in both facets of being an agent, um, who you are is what you're going to do. If you're a loving, caring, kind person, you're going to make sure that that's what you present and how you present to your potential customers and clients, right? Now, one of the things that really surprised me about, um, why do I want to keep saying real estate when I'm not a real estate agent? Maybe I should become a real estate agent in my new state. Um, but one of the things that I found out when I became a life insurance agent is how much life insurance agents make if you actually really give it some effort. And I can honestly tell you, because I've had a lot of stuff going on in my life, that I, I don't think I've given life insurance the full effort that I could. You know, the other day, I just I got a commission from something I did a year ago. And I was like, you know, life insurance, you just make me smile because, man, I wasn't even thinking about getting a commission, but I still got one. So what happens with life insurance, and it can provide what's called residual income is that when you make a life insurance, so you sell someone a life insurance policy, you'll get a commission. Now, based on what type of agent you are, and I'll talk about that in just a minute, you'll get an initial uh, commission based on that policy size and length and all of that kind of stuff. 
And then if, if you have done a good job and that person keeps the policy, the downside of life insurance is that sometimes people make decisions one time and then later on a year or so, they decide they don't want the policy and they stop paying for it. Mm, so that's, that's the rub with life insurance. But if you do your work up front, then most of the time your clients and customers want to keep their policies, right? So what happens is you get a commission, a really good, you know, good commission in the beginning, right? A nice chunk of change in the, in the beginning. But then when that person keeps their policy, nine, 10 months later, you start to get the remaining commission, like the part that didn't get paid to you in the beginning. And the part that got paid to you in the beginning is a good chunk of change. So you start to get that at the end of that first year, you start to get that commission again every month. Like I said, I sold a policy last year and forgot all about it. And then what do you know, a couple of days ago, boom, I got another commission. Well, that just, like I said, it made me smile. But imagine if you had that as an agent and you had that ongoing. So you sold 10 policies a month or 20 policies a month, but then, uh, you know, nine, 10 months from now, you started to get that um, residual commission again. But then the next month you did it, you sold 20 policies. And then 10 months from now, you get residuals on that. And it just keeps going and growing. That's why life insurance agents like being in life insurance because the commissions that you get can really be, it's virtually unlimited if you really wanted to put some effort towards it. And the same can be said in a different way. It's not residual per se, but the percentages of commissions that you make as a real estate agent, you know, can really, really be lucrative because a small percentage of a whole lot of money is still a whole lot of money. So if you're making 3% on a house that you sold and you did that because you weren't the listing agent, but you found it and it, the house costs 300,000, then you're going to get a nice chunk of change on the sale of that home. Now, if you're the listing agent you and you didn't sell it, you're still going to get 3%. Isn't that cool? So sometimes you can be both, um, you know, you can, you can be a listing agent as a real estate agent. You can be a selling agent. You find a house that you didn't list, but you still sold it. So you're still going to get a commission. And so it just tends to be win-win. And now for women, I think, you know, for a long time, women have, have gravitated towards real estate because the commissions were so good, they could be home with their kids and they could still do what they needed to do, make a good chunk of change, sell a house or two a month and be set, right? And have really have, you know, good, good income. But I think women need to look more at life insurance because um, I think it had been so dominated by men because men were typically the breadwinners and they needed to generate good income, right? And so, um, and plus life insurance is hard. Did I tell you that part? Like it's hard, it's hard. But it's not insurmountably hard, right? Like, it's not insurmountably hard. Like I said, did you hear me say I sold a policy last year and didn't even think twice about it and I still got a commission? So, like, with sustained effort, it will pay you very, very well. And the same thing can be said for real estate. With sustained effort, like, you don't just, you know, open your door and go, I'm a real estate agent. No, you kind of got to do some hustle. You kind of got to let some people know, hey, I'm here to help you in this regard. And you become professional. You know, we, we don't want to be amateurs at the things that we do. We want to be professional. So you become a professional real estate agent, even if you're doing it part time. And the same is true for life insurance. And so 
Um, and the other things that are pretty interesting about life insurance is that um, you can also build a team. Now, with life insurance, because this is the one I know the most about, so forgive me, real estate agents or those that are thinking about it, you can still build a team. But in life insurance, you can either be what's called a, a captive agent or an independent agent. And I started off being um, an independent agent. So let me just tell you what, what the differences are. If you're a captive agent, that means you work for one company selling their product. So that means you work for Prudential and you sell their products. Doesn't mean you won't still make a ton of money, but you'll be under the, the Prudential um, banner. You work with Allstate, you're captive with Allstate. You're captive with farmers, good companies, solid companies, nothing wrong with that. If that's how you choose to build. I didn't start that way. I started off being independent, which meant that I then contracted my license to various um, insurance companies. I contracted with Mutual of Omaha. I contracted with Senior Life. Um, I contracted with National Life. And so what that enabled me to do was to present the best options to my uh, customers and clients. If I had one company turn me down or say, no, we have a different regulation here, I could go to another company that wasn't maybe as strict and still get that client covered. So I really, really liked being independent, though in these days I may be thinking about being captive. Just We're just going to have to see. Um, in different phases of life, you know what, different seasons, different things appeal and apply. So, um, but it's definitely something that could be in your wheelhouse. Um, if you're very involved in your community, in your, your church, um, being a real estate agent and, or being a life insurance agent can bring tremendous benefits. Like how many times have you gone to a little league game and seen like a life insurance agent or a real estate agent as a sponsor, right? Like, you know, when you go to the field and you see the banners and the signs, like it's such a way to be part of your community, to be there for the people that you're around the most, to see them be protected, be in good homes, be in good neighborhoods. And so it's just one of those things and one of those professions that probably are like salt of the earth, rock, um, careers, uh, bountiful, truly can be prosperous for you and let you contribute back to your communities. Um, and so it's just a great thing to think about. Once again, we're just talking about some trends, some things that you can do. Real estate is always in fashion. You can be, um, uh, you can keep building. You can just, so here's the thing with life insurance, you can just be an agent and that's great. But if you want to keep pushing, pushing yourself and do more, you could have your own agency where you have other life insurance agents that work under your banner or your umbrella. And the same is true for real estate. You can be under the banner of Keller Williams. That's just the only one I can think of right now, or, you know, Century 21 or Real Estate One or any, you know, big Century 21, you know, um, and, or, and build a team and have people have other agents come join you and you get percentages of their commissions, just like it would work in real estate or network marketing or anything like that. And, or at some point, if you want, you could become the broker and have your own real estate agency. 
a real estate office. I'm not quite sure what they would call it, but you understand what I'm saying. So there's places and room for you to grow as you grow as a person and decide, you know what? I think I might want to go for this. I think I might want to go for this. And I'm just telling you that both of these career opportunities to be an awesome avenging agent are available for you and they can provide an amazing amount of income, flexibility, service to your community, you know, just really, really amazing benefits and it will allow you to um, be settled, be established, um, not worry about things because you're there to service the people. And so I encourage you to look into either of those and see which might be best for you. There's lots of different avenues, lots of different ways. Um, If you've got any additional questions about whether you should become a real estate agent or a life insurance agent, reach back out to us because I know a lot of them across the country. And like I said, I am a life insurance agent. Reach back out to us. We can, I can probably help you answer any questions about those fields. They are tough, but they're worth it. Like, you know, just because they're tough, being a teacher's tough, right? But people do it every day. So we're not going to let the toughness of it deter us from perhaps suing something that can be really, really lucrative. I'm telling you, you can make way more than being a teacher as being a life insurance agent or being a real estate agent. So trust me on that one. So, okay, guys, it's been a pleasure once again to be with you today. This is Kim Anderson, Kim S. Anderson. God bless you guys. Can't wait to share with you on the very next episode. Talk to you soon. God bless. Bye-bye. Hey, I hope you enjoyed today's episode. It was our pleasure bringing it to you. Remember to visit our website at sheprofitsonpurpose.com. And if you like these broadcast episodes, share and subscribe. You can find us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and Google Podcasts, or anywhere that you like to listen. This is Kim S. Anderson, and I will talk to you soon. God bless. See you next time.